Section 26 of the Book of a Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 8. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Sylvia M. B. in Washington State. The Book of a Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 8, by Anonymous. Translated by Richard Francis Burton, 1821 through 1890. Section 26 when it was the eight hundred and forty-seventh night she said it hath reached me o auspicious king that when zayn al-mawasif bade the chessboard be brought they set it between her hands and masrur was amazed at this when she turned to him and said wilt have red or white he replied o princess of the fair and adornment of morning air do thou take the red for they formous are and fitter for the likes of thee to bear and leave the white to my care answered she so be it and taking the red pieces ranged them opposite the white then put out her hand to a piece purposing the first pass into the battle plain masrur considered her fingers which were white as paste and was confounded at their beauty and shapely shape whereupon she turned to him and said o masrur be not be dazed but take patience and calm thyself he rejoined o thou whose beauty shameth the moon how shall a lover look on thee and have patience boon and while this was doing she cried checkmate and beat him wherefore she knew that he was gin mad for love of her and said to him o masrur i will not play with thee save for a set stake he replied i hear and obey and she rejoined swear to me and i will swear to thee that neither of us will cheat the adversary so both swear this and she said o masrur an i beat thee i will have ten dinars of thee but an thou beat me i will give thee a mere nothing he expected to win so he said o oh, my lady be not false to thine oath for i see thou art an overmatch for me at this game agreed she said and they ranged their men and fell again to playing and pushing on their pawns and catching them up with the queens and aligning and matching them with the castles and solacing them with the onslaught of the knights now the adornment of qualities wore on head a kerchief of blue brocade so she loosened it off and tucking up her sleeve showed a wrist like a shaft of light and passed her palm over the red pieces saying to him look to thyself but he was dazzled at her beauty and the sight of her graces bereft him of reason so that he became dazed and amazed and put out his hand to the white men but it alit upon the red said she o masrur where be thy wits the red are mine and the white thine and he replied whoso looketh at thee perforce loseth all his senses then seeing how it was with him she took the white from him and gave him the red and they played and she beat him he ceased not to play with her and she to beat him whilst he paid her each time ten dinars till knowing him to be distraught for love of her she said o masrur thou wilt never win to thy wish except thou beat me for such was our understanding and henceforth i will not play with thee save for a stake of an hundred dinars a game with love and gladness answered he and she went on playing and ever beating him and he paid her an hundred dinars each time and on this wise they abode till morning without his having won a single game when he suddenly sprang to his feet quoth she what wilt thou do o masrur and quoth he i mean to go to my lodging and fetch somewhat of money it may be i shall come to my desire do whatso seemeth good to thee said she so he went home and taking all the money he had returned to her improvising these two couplets 
in dream i saw a bird o'er speed meseemed love's garden decked with blooms that smiled and gleamed but i shall ken when won my wish and will of thee the truthful sense of what i dreamed now when masrur returned to her with all his monies they fell a-playing again but she still beat him and he could not beat her once and in such case they abode three days till she had gotten of him the whole of his coin whereupon said she o masrur what wilt thou do now and he replied i will stake thee a druggist shop what is its worth asked she and he answered five hundred dinars so they played five bouts and she won the shop of him then he betted his slave-girls lands houses gardens and she won the whole of them till she had gotten of him all he had whereupon she turned to him and said hast thou aught left to lay down cried he by him who made me fall into the snare of thy love i have neither money to touch nor aught else left little or much she rejoined o masrur the end of whatso began in content shall not drive man to repent wherefore an thou regret aught take back thy good and be gone from us about thy business and i will hold thee quit towards me masrur rejoined by him who decreed these things to us though thou sought to take my life twere a wee thing to stake for thine a proof because i love none but thee then said she o masrur fare forthright and fetch the kazi and the witnesses and make over to me by deed all thy lands and possessions willingly replied he and going forth without stay or delay brought the kazi and the witnesses and set them before her when the judge saw her his wits fled and his mind was amazed and his reason was dazed for the beauty of her fingers and he said to her o my lady i will not write out the writ of conveyance save upon condition that thou buy the lands and mansions and slave-girls and that they all pass under thy control and into thy possession she rejoined we're agreed upon that write me a deed whereby all mesrur's houses and lands and slave-girls and whatso his right hand possesseth shall pass to zayn al-mawasif and become her property at such a price so the kazi wrote out the writ and the witnesses set hands thereto whereupon she took it and shahrazad perceived the dawn of day and ceased to say her permitted say when it was the eight hundred and forty-eighth night she pursued it hath reached me o auspicious king that when zayn al-mawasif took from the kazi the deed which made over her lover's property to her she said to him o masrur now gang thy gate but her slave-girl hubbub turned to him and said recite us some verses so he improvised upon that game of chess these couplets of time and what befell me i complain mourning my loss by chess and eyes of bane for love of gentlest softest sided fair whose like is not of maids or mortal strain the shafts of glances from those eyne who shot and led her conquering host to battle plain red men and white men and the clashing knights and crying look to thee came forth amain and when down charging finger-tips she showed that gloomed like blackest night for sable stain the whites i could not rescue could not save while ecstasy made tear-floods rail and rain the pawns and castles with their queens fell low and fled the whites nor could the brunt sustain yea with her shaft of glance at me she shot and soon that shaft had pierced my heart and brain she gave me choice between her hosts and i the whites like moonlight first to choose was fain saying this argent folk best fitteth me i love them but the red by thee be tain 
she played me for free accepted stake yet amorous mercy i could ne'er attain o fire of heart o pine and woe of me wooing a fair like moon mid starry train burns not my heart oh no nor aught regrets of good or land but ah her eyes disdain amazed i'm grown and dazed for dreary head and blame i time who brought such pine and pain quoth she why art thou so bedazed quoth i wine drunken white shall more of wine assain that mortal stole my sense by silk soft shape which doth for heart-core hardest rock contain i nerved self and cried this day she's mine by bet nor fear i prove she unhumane my heart ne'er ceased to seek possession till beggared i found me for conditions twain will youth you loveth shun the love-dealt blow though were he whelmed in love's high surging main so woke the slaves son e'en a coin to turn thralled to repine for what he ne'er shall gain zayn al-mawasif hearing these words marvelled at the eloquence of his tongue and said to him o masrur leave this madness and return to thy right reason and wend thy ways for thou hast wasted all thy movables and immovables at the chess-game yet hast not won thy wish nor hast thou any resource or device whereby thou mayest attain to it but he turned to her and said o my lady ask of me whatso thou wilt and thou shalt have it for i will bring it to thee and lay it at thy feet answered she o masrur thou hast no money left o goal of all hopes if i have no money the folk will help me shall the giver turn asker i have friends and kinsfolk and whatsoever i seek of them they will give me o masrur i will have of thee four pods of musk and four vases of civet and four pounds of ambergris and four thousand dinars and four hundred pieces of royal brocade perfled with gold and thou bring me these things o masrur i will grant thee my favours this is a light matter to me o thou that puttest the moons to shame replied he and went forth to fetch her what she sought she sent her maid hubbub after him to see what worth he had with the folk of whom he had spoken to her but as he walked along the highways he turned and seeing her afar off waited till she came up to him and said to her whither away o hubbub so she said to him my mistress sent me to follow for this and that and he replied by allah o hubbub i have nothing to hand she asked then why didst thou promise her and he answered how many a promise made is unkept of its maker fine words in love matters needs must be when she heard this from him she said o masrur be of good cheer and eyes clear for by allah most assuredly i will be the means of thy coming to enjoy her then she left him nor ceased walking till she stood before her mistress weeping with sore weeping and said o oh, my lady indeed he is a man of great consideration and good repute among the folk quoth zayn al-mawasif there is no device against the destiny of almighty allah verily this man found not in me a pitiful heart for that i despoiled him of his substance and he got of me neither affection nor complaisance in granting him amorous joy but if i incline to his inclination i fear lest the thing be bruited abroad quoth hubbub o my lady verily grievous upon us is his present plight and the loss of his good and thou hast with thee none save thyself and thy slave-girl sukub so which of us two would dare prate of thee and we thy handmaids with this she bowed her head for a while groundwards and the damsels said to her o my lady it is our rede that thou send after him and show him grace and suffer him not to ask of the sordid 
for how bitter is such begging so she accepted their counsel and calling for ink-case and paper wrote him these couplets joy is nigh o masrur so rejoice in true read when as night shall fall thou shalt do kind deed crave not of the sordid alone fair youth wine stole my wits but they now take heed all thy good i reft shall return to thee o masrur and i'll add to them amorous mead for indeed the art patient and sweet of soul when wronged by thy lover's tyrannic greed so haste to enjoy us and luck to thee lest my folk come between us speed love all speed hurry us word thou nor delay and while my mate is far on love's fruit come feed then she folded the paper and gave it to hubbub the handmaid who carried it to masrur and found him weeping and reciting in a transport of passion and love-longing these lines a breeze of love on my soul did blow that consumed my liver for stress of low when my sweetheart went all my longings grew and with tears in torrent mine eyelids flow such my doubt and fears did i tell their tale to deaf rocks and pebbles they'd melt for woe would heaven i wot shall i sight delight and shall win my wish and my friend shall know shall be folded up nights that doom us part and i be healed of what harms my heart and shahrazad perceived the dawn of day and ceased saying her permitted say when it was the eight hundred and forty-ninth night she pursued it hath reached me o auspicious king that while masrur transported by passion and love-longing was repeating his couplets in sing-song tone hubbub knocked at his door so he rose and opened to her and she entered and gave him the letter he read it and said to her o oh, hubbub what is behind thee of thy lady's news she answered o oh, my lord verily in this letter is that dispenseth me from reply for thou art of those who readily descry thereat he rejoiced with joy exceeding and repeated these two couplets came the writ whose contents a new joy revealed which in vitals mine i would keep ensealed and my longings grew when i kissed that writ as were pearl of passion therein concealed then he wrote a letter answering hers and gave it to hubbub who took it and returned with it to her mistress and forthright fell to extolling his charms to her and expiating on his good gifts and generosity for she was become a helper to him to bring about his union with her lady quoth zayn al mawasif o hubbub indeed he tarrieth to come to us and quoth hubbub he will certainly come soon hardly had she made an end of speaking when behold he knocked at the door and she opened to him and brought him in to her mistress who saluted him with the salam and welcomed him and seated him by her side then she said to hubbub bring me a suit of brocade so she brought a robe broidered with gold and zayn al mawasif threw it over him whilst she herself donned one of the richest dresses and crowned her head with a net of pearls of the freshest water about this she bound a fillet of brocade perfled with pearls jacinths and other jewels from beneath which she let down two tresses and each looped with a pendant of ruby charactered with glittering gold and she loosed her hair as it were the sombrous night and lastly she incensed herself with aloes wood and scented herself with musk and ambergris and hubbub said to her allah save thee from the evil eye then she began to walk swaying from side to side with gracefullest gait whilst hubbub who excelled in verse-making recited in her honour these couplets shamed is the bow of bomb by pace of her and harmed are lovers by the gaze of her a moon she rose from murks 
the hair of her a son from locks the brow in case of her blessed he she nights with by the grace of her who dies in her with oath by days of her so zayn al-mawasif thanked her and went up to masrur and she were full moon displayed but when he saw her he rose to his feet and exclaimed and my thought deceive me not she is no human but one of the brides of heaven then she called for food and they brought a table about whose marge were written these couplets dip thou with spoons in saucers four and gladden heart and eye with many a various kind of stew and fricassee and fry thereon fat quails ne'er shall i cease to love and tender them and rails and fowls and dainty birds of all the kinds that fly glory to god for the kebabs for redness all aglow and pot-herbs steeped in vinegar in porringers thereby fair fall the rice with sweet milk dressed wherein the hands did plunge and eke the forearms of the fair were buried bracelet high how my heart yearneth with regret over two plates of fish that by two manchet cakes of bread of the warij did lie then they ate and drank and made mirth and merriment after which the servants removed the table of food and set on the wine service so cup and tass passed round between them and they were gladdened in soul then masrur filled the cup and saying oh whose thrall am i and who is my mistress chanted these improvised couplets mine eyes i admire that can feed their fill on charms of a girl rising worlds to light in her time she hath none to compare for gifts of spirit and body a mere delight her shape breeds envy in cassia tree when fares she forth in her symmetry dight with luminous brow shaming moon of dark and crown like crescent the brightest bright when treads she earth's surface her fragrance scents the zephyr that breathes over plain and height when he ended his extempore song she said o masrur whoso religiously keepeth his faith and hath eaten our bread and salt it behoveth us to give him his due so put away from thee all thought of what hath been and i will restore thee thy lands and houses and all we have taken from thee he replied o my lady i acquit thee of that whereof thou speakest though thou hadst been false to the oath and covenant between us for i will go and become a moslem zayn al-mawasif protested that she would follow suit when hubbub cried to her o my lady thou art young of years and knowest many things and i claim the intercession of almighty allah with thee for except thou do my bidding and heal my heart i will not lie the night with thee in the house and she replied o hubbub it shall be as thou wilt rise and make us ready another sitting-room so she sprang to her feet and got ready a room and adorned and perfumed it after fairest fashion even as her lady loved and preferred after which she again set on food and wine and the cup went round between them and their hearts were glad and shahrazad perceived the dawn of day and ceased to say her permitted say end of section twenty six recorded by sylvia m b in washington state